Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 126, Ultra Super Alpha Beta Street Fighters Backwards Edition. Twitter Wars. July 28th, 2013. Thank you for joining us again, and welcome back to our podcast. How's everyone doing yeah. today? Yeah! Oh. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Hungry. Uh, but good. I think I, I think this is what I said last time. I'm, I'm not hungry as well. I mean, yeah. I'm not hungry. I'm not really, I'm not really <laughs> yeah, hungry I think, Yeah, I think last time you, you were hungry, Patrick. So. Yeah, I think Patrick yeah. was hungry, and we were both uh, satisfied. <laughs> I well, mean, shit. I got. I've been up since seven thirty. I was supposed to help my uh, my grandma's move into Tracy, and so I was supposed to help her with a couple pieces. And um, so I went and got something to eat, like around nine thirty. Like when I uh, I was supposed to be there earlier than that, but of course, you know, someone's always lagging on something. And uh, so I get there around nine thirty. I ate a couple things, and I like a McChicken. Or, I'm gonna be a chicken to make uh, what's that called? McSausage McMuffin or whatever. Uh huh. And I haven't eaten since, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I ate a late lunch, so I'm still pretty full, but... Alright, um, with us this week, as you can tell, is Frank. What's up? Patrick. What it do? And as always, I am your host, Jeremy. Why? I mean, oh, good, great. <laughs> uh, don't believe there's any podcast news this week. So let's move right into what we've been playing. Uh, I know that I played a few more games in this, but I cannot remember which ones. So yes, I, I didn't. Yeah, I know it's kind of like a fail. I I know that I played some um, like on Monday, Sunday or Monday last week, but I don't remember what. So uh, the only game that I've really put any time into that I can think about is the original Suicoden. And mm-hmm. uh, I talked about it last week that I had started it, and I think last week I had only played maybe ten minutes of it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, found a very interesting exploit in this game that allowed me to get um, my money maxed out, which is basically a million, I think they're called credits. I'm not sure, they might be called gold or whatever. One million... It's a uh, potch. Oh yeah, that's right, poach or potch, yeah. Uh, I got, so basically I got one million within the first um, five hours of the game. And uh, I don't. you're playing Zucon still too still, Frank, or no, not really? Um... I haven't got back to it yet. Um, it's just with moving. Uh, I haven't. I don't have like a good spot for my computer yet. Oh yeah. So well, it's you... just kind of weird playing. Like I have it set up right now, where like if I'm, it's not like a desk or like I got. I got to get a good setup. But um, I'm gonna get on it soon. I just been lagging on situ- yeah. everything. Well, you know how it is in these games. Like money does not come it come easily. Uh, Suicoden it comes a little easier than like Final Fantasies, but even then it's like not that easy. Um, so basically. There's by the time you reach this one town, if you depending on how much money you have, uh, there's this exploit where you can um, uh, basically bet between or bet 100, 1,000, or 10,000 potch. Yeah. And uh, you play the cup game, you know, like guess where the coin is under the cup. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so what 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 happened is I was reading and there's this one exploit where in the very first time you meet this character, only the very first time. 
Yeah. Um, she uses the exact same pattern every time you play. Yeah. Mm. So basically, um, what you do is you play the game betting 100 uh, potch. You save the game first, play like 10 times, yeah. and then you write down each of the 10 times, and then you restart the game, and then you bet however much you can. Well, I had just hit 10,000, so yeah. I was able to bet 10,000 every time. Yeah. So basically doubling my money every time. And so I got up to 150,000 that way. Yeah. Which I was like, well, that's a good start, right? Yeah. And then so I went on with the game. And then I got past the part where you can uh, do that anymore. And I'm realizing 100,000 in that game really isn't much. But I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, yeah. it'll last me. It'll probably keep it to where I can I can keep my upgrades pretty much through the game. Yeah. Um. So then I'm I sure your main, your, main, your, your main characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my main characters. Yeah, because there there's a lot of them. And so I I go and I get to the part where you first get your castle, which is actually pretty early in the game. I forgot how early it was. Yeah. And um, after you get your castle, you can recruit the guy who does the dice game. Yeah. Um. And so I got so lucky in this. I know this is luck, but I mean I can see how it could be easily reproduced. So after I got him back into my castle. I went in there. Mind you, I have $150,000. So I was like, you know, who cares if I lose $10,000? So I bid, t- I bet $10,000. Yeah. And then I won. And it's like, it doubles your money. But then he's like, if you if you put your money on the line, I'll double it. So he's like, now it's like $20,000. And I won again. So I had 40000 And I won again. And all of a sudden, I was up to like um, 80000 or something like that, or 100000 yeah. And then he got triple ones, which is he pays me three times the amount of money. Yeah. yeah. And then, so now I'm up to like 300,000 and I do it again and then one more time and he triples his my money again. Dang. So I'm up to 999999 potch. That's what I was going to ask is it it, sto- it it caps you at some point. Yeah, right? it caps you right at right under 1 million. Well, you should um sharpen uh, everyone's weapons now just to kill some money and well, um Yeah, what I did which is I can't sharpen the weapons past level 5 yet. Oh, okay. So, and I've already sharpened all the uh, weapons. So right now I'm at like nine nine eight. No, nine nine nine. Well, anyway, I'm like I've spent like a, a couple thousand. Yeah. Uh, uh, but basically, I probably won't have to worry about money in the game again. Yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah. Because um, a, a lot of times uh, you know, like, because it gets crazy because you have so many uh characters, yeah. you know, it, you know, you want to deck them all out, but you know, usually have to pick at i mean later on you could do it but usually early on you have to kind of pick who to yeah who's going to get upgraded yeah and and, stuff like that. and from what i was reading you can max out your money on the cups game but yeah. it was like each each fifth each set of 15 would take like a half hour to do or 20 minutes to do and i'm like i'm not going to sit here and do this 10 times you know what i mean yeah. Just to max out my money. And so the only reason I did the dice thing is because I was like, you know, what? I just saved it. So I'm not going to lose any money, you know. Yeah. But then when it would like hit double or nothing like three times in a row without me losing. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm at like 400,000 pots. Yeah. And I just started the game like literally just from killing and stuff. I, I, I should only have about 10,000 pots. Yeah. And I have a million. So it's like. Yeah, I'm going to be set for the game. And what's crazy, because I don't like cheating. I really don't like using codes and stuff when I'm playing through the game, unless it's a game I've beat 100 times. Unless yeah. it's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, left, 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 right. Exactly. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. No, But I, I don't like using cheats unless it's a game I've beaten 100 times or something. So yeah. I was like, I'm, I was thinking I'm, I'm going to go through this money or this game and not cheat. 
and I don't consider this cheating. I consider it, uh, you know, good luck basically, because you couldn't. I don't think you could well, do this every time, but with the right luck, you could. It's kind of like how I was telling you with the uh, Fallout New Vegas, how I started playing that caravan game, and all of a sudden I had like thirty thousand caps oh, within yeah. like a couple hours of starting the game. Yeah, and you, you could you could get a lot even if you just sell resell everything. But I just started playing the card game and was winning like every single time. So yep. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what's crazy. Like yeah. With this, with this, with the dice game, like I remember back in the day, I used to play it a lot, and it used to be like, oh, I win, win a couple, lose one, win a couple, and but this time it was like I just saved it and I lost ten thousand gold or pots, yeah. but I was like, you know what, I'm not even worried about it because I have like almost two hundred thousand, yeah. and then I did it again and I didn't lose a single time after that, and I'm like, how the heck did I that just happen? That never <laughs> happened in the old, you know, when I used to play yeah. a lot. Yeah. So yeah, well, I was really well, happy about it. And then the thing is, is uh, I guess if at some point you ever get down to four hundred thousand, you could just play the, the game again. For, That's I mean, true. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> play the dice game again for um, and well, the I mean, cup game. I'd have to get, I'd have to get lucky uh, again. But I mean, really, with uh, state saves, it's really easy to get lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, with not just... to to kind of kind of. Uh, I guess it's also it would be considered an exploit is using state saves to kind of go back. You know, if you do lose. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, if I do ever get down low again, it should be easy to uh not easy, but manageable to get back up to unlimited money. Um but anyway, so the game itself, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having tons of fun. Just as much fun, excuse me, as I did the first t- two times I played it. And um you know, I play a lot of these RPGs that I used to play and I always wonder like how come I can't beat them now, you know? It's like how come I always give up? And how come yeah. even after, like, an hour or two, it's like I'm not having that much fun? I realize it's because, you know, like, there are a lot of RPGs that are great out there from the old school. But I think I remember some of them more fondly than they they really were, you know? Yeah, well, and the one thing I was, like, I, I think I, I said last time that I was noticing is a lot of them... Well, yeah, we talked about it. I don't want to get all into it again. But, yeah, like we were saying, some, some of them um, kind of leave you hanging where they don't... Oh, yeah. They're not as, they're not as clear as, like... What we're used to now in games. Yeah, yeah, and really, like Suicoden One, I have I, every single minute I've played, I've just been having so much fun, and I am following a guide just because, um, you know, I have beat it twice, so I want to get everything. I want to get all 108 characters, yeah. which I believe I did the second time I played it. Um, but you know, I'm just—it's been so long because I played it tw- like twice in like two years back when it first. Came I think out. I think I missed one person. Yeah. Like, and I know that there. I, I never got. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, but it's like you know, so old. I never uh, was able to get <laughs> Gramio to stay alive. I think that's a cheat if you get him to stay alive. Is it a cheat? I know that From there's a I way. Recall. I know there's a way to bring him back to life. It's actually not staying alive, but I know there's a way to bring him back to life towards the end of the game. I don't know if it's a cheat or not, but I, I remember old school. I think uh, you know you could use a game shark. Oh yeah, you could use <laughs> to a game bring shark, him yeah. back. Yeah. I think that was the same with the uh, areas in Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Yeah, and I know that there's there's a there's a, a part where one of your characters has to do a duel. And yeah. if he loses, then um someone else gets killed or you never get him in your party or something like that. But if he yeah. wins and like I, I don't I know back then the second time I played I was able to do it, but the first time I played I didn't. Like the first time I played I got like ninety eight out of hundred and eight. So yeah. I really want to get the hundred and eight this time. And then I'll be going on to Suicoden 2. At the very least, I want to do uh, 1 and 2, and yeah. then um, 5. I don't know about 3 and 4. Yeah, i, I got to get my PS2, because uh, like I said, I, I found every single one, 1 through 5, except for number 
four. Yeah. So and four I is really not the one. If if, if you're gonna skip any of them, four is a good one to skip. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I skipped it. Uh, I think when it came out, it was getting like sixes out of tens on yeah, the reviews. Yeah, Yep. So, I don't know. Yep, yep. Alright, so yeah, that's that's the only game that I really played, and it may be the only game that I'm going to be playing in the next couple podcasts. <laughs> Although, I will say that um, when Phase 4 of Final Fantasy fourteen A Realm Reborn comes out, I will be playing that, probably uh, split my time between that and Suicoden, because um, it does, the, the your characters do carry over into the full game. Uh Ooh. For the, even though it's beta, so that's kind of interesting. Oh wait, so oh, so like your current well, okay. The... So there's there's four phases in their beta. The first one was like uh, end of the year last year. The second one was um, a couple months ago. Their third one just ended um, like two weeks ago, right? All those your characters get erased, your account gets erased. Yeah, you but just yeah. the fourth one as a I, I'm pretty sure it's just basically as a benefit to those who who helped. Yeah, they're letting everything you do carry over into the game. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, you don't yeah. So it's it's actually okay. there's a reason actually to play it instead of you know, like because I I participated in beta three and I was I I played it for maybe twenty minutes just to check it out. But if yeah. my characters are gonna carry over, I'll definitely you know play it more. Yeah, that's one kind of reason I, I usually hung away from like even like Warcraft betas. Yep. Uh, well, not so much beta, the patch tests and, you know, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the test well, realms. Test realm, yeah. Because it's like you know it's cool you could load everything you know you could get all the weapons and stuff, but it's like. You know, or you could even start a new character, but then, you know, as soon as the game comes out, I mean, as soon as the patch comes out, it's like, oh, well, all that playtime just was for no reason, you know, I didn't exactly. even get out of it. And even now, with the, without a job, it's like, I don't have time to play a, a game for 30 hours or something and then just go, oh, oh well, I just get to yeah. do it all over again, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah, all right, so what you been playing, Frank? Uh, I started another playthrough of State of Decay since I haven't played it really with... Um, the new patches. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I, you haven't played it really that much, right, Patrick? No, I, I gotta get back into it. I, you know, ever since, uh, I got, um, I actually have a long list for, for once, but yeah. ever since I got that new title at job, uh, my job, I just haven't really been playing a lot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Well, um, I, I don't know if it's just me or I don't know if it's, uh, or what, but it feels like the spawns are, like, it, the game feels harder. I don't know what it is, because I've played through the game, and I never really had issues with, you know, losing characters and stuff while in combat, but the spawns just seem kind of weird now. It seems kind of goofy, because I'll be in an area where there's, like, only a couple zombies, and then next thing I know, it just gets way out of control, and I start shooting, and it and I know they, you know, zombies will come when you start shooting, but I don't know. I, I did notice in a couple parts where they they changed the mechanics of how you could kind of, you know, cause more zombies to come. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, what is it? Uh, you, you know, Patrick, when you're opening a, a box or something, you know, you could you could you could opt to do it quickly. Yeah. And it'll make noise. Well. Now, sometimes when you open it, it'll, like, vibrate the controller. Like, like well, here's the thing. is Sometimes you'll, you'll opt to open an item quickly, and sometimes it'll work fine, and you just open it quick, right? Yeah. Sometimes it'll make a noise, but uh, it'll still open quick, and he'll just say, like, good thing there's no 
uh, zon- good thing there's no zombies around to hear it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes when you open it quick, it'll make a like a really loud noise and vibrate the controller, and then it'll get nuts, and there's just like 20 zombies outside the house all of a sudden just rushing the building. <laughs> and so, you know, there is... I noticed some change in mechanics where zombies will randomly just spawn, just and they'll, they'll make it intentionally very hard for you all of a sudden out of nowhere. And... So I don't know if it's something related to that or what, but uh, I notice a lot of times if if I'm just, like, checking a house or something, and, and sometimes it could even be in, like, a clear area where it's half half of the house is in a protected area that I already cleared um, because it's already by one of my buildings, and sometimes I'll just go there and there'll be, you know, two zombies I'll pull over. Next thing I know, I kill seven, eight, and there's sometimes, like, I even counted it, like, where I would kill, like, 20, 30 zombies. I was like, what the hell? I was like, I don't remember this. Yeah. And it, it would get annoying because, like, uh, uh, I like I said in combat, I never really had an issue with with fighting them off. But uh, I've went into you know, uh, you know, to do relatively easy recovery missions, and you know, take forty bullets and run out and break my weapons and have to just give up and run away. And I know that's that's you know maybe that's intentional. They want it to be you know that kind of difficulty, but I don't really quite recall it from last time I played it as it being that hard. Um, now, State of Decay, uh, is it is it multiplayer? No, no. Oh. It, it, it won't I think be that either. Would, yeah, that, to me, I think that'd make it better. But well, considering it's like it's an open world game, right? Yeah. So, for me, I think it would be a lot better if they if if they even did like um, shared server kind of thing, like. At any one time, you can run into somebody, even if it's not playing with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That w- yeah. that would have been the best because that would have gave it the most survival feel. You know? Well, they said um, it would take like eight months to implement uh, the type of multiplayer they want because they don't want to just add in multiplayer and you know they they want the gameplay elements to you know change with it to make it feel like a multiplayer game, not like a Single player game where just extra people are there every now and then, you know. Yeah. So well, they said. I can they understand said, that. They said with them they want the the to add the kind of multiplayer they want. It will take anywhere from like eight months to like a year. So they said they're going to save that for the next game. I was going to say maybe in the next game. So the thing is, is uh, you know, it would actually be really cool if they had multiplayer, but uh, they're pretty much they pretty much stated that there's going to be no multiplayer for this game, but. Uh, and and that, that means even DLC, like they have no plans to add it ever <laughs> for this game. So it's probably going to be on the the next one, which is possibly going to be an MMO type deal. But it's well, still kind of in the I, air right now. Again, I think it'd be cool if they had like um, zones, basically, and it's like you know you yeah. don't zone in and out, but like for any any one time, like twenty people can be in that zone, or, or ten people can be in that zone. Yeah, I and, can see them doing that because. Uh, there's main story areas, but there's a couple like outskirt parts of town where you never really have to go at all the whole entire game. Like there's this uh, I, it's not quite a theme park. It's like a, um, it's like a dinosaur exhibit or something like museum mm-hmm. out in the middle of nowhere, and it's it's a fairly big building, and you never have to go there ever, and. You know, even for the story missions, but you could go there for you know scavenging and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that would be cool if they made like that zone like multiplayer, where you know, because 
it wouldn't change the story element in the game. It's, it's, it would almost be like you're just running into a random person while scavenging, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like I said, there's there's pretty big zones in the, the whole game where you never have to go for the story at all. And the only reason you'd ever go there is if some random mission sent you there. And even then, those random missions, it could make sense if you just ran into someone, you know, out there. Like if it was a multiplayer deal, like where when people go there, they could opt to have it, you know, yeah, that, that's people. that's what I mean. It would be it would be cool if it was like you literally ran into random people, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but anyway, um, I don't know the uh, I was reading all the stuff they added and it it's cool, but it didn't really quite change the game like I thought it would. Like when I read it on paper, all the stuff they were gonna add, it felt like it was gonna fix a lot of the issues with uh some of the mechanics of the game with the. Uh, your loot and stuff like that. And, well, mainly your supplies, but uh, after playing it, it just didn't feel like it It did enough. But, um... I don't know. Like I, like I said, it, 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 I still like it. It's just, uh, I think the patch didn't do as much as I hoped. And, and it seems to make, have made the game harder, so... Um, I have a lot of people dying randomly, which I haven't had on my like, first couple playthroughs. I, I literally, I don't think I've ever lost... A player, except for the first like ten minutes of the of playing the game. Oh wow! I know you mentioned this last week. I know I asked you this last week, so I'm repeating myself. But how long does it take you to beat the game? Uh, if you rushed, I think it was like maybe two hours if you just specifically aimed to end the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you know, it's it's kind of fun building your base and stuff like that, and um, you know, whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah. Even then, I, it, it might be kind of weird because if you rush too fast, maybe you don't have enough weapons to finish the harder missions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think if you because like the whole game, even if you take your time, it's like four or five hours. Oh but, wow! But yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I was playing that, um, and then I also played uh, Defense Grid: The Awakening, and I only play this one is because um, it's one of the free ones for Xbox Live right now. Uh, well, oh yeah, that's right. Two week, two weeks ago, I think, I think it's uh, Assassin's Creed Two now, which is free. But you can still yeah. play Defense Grid, right? Because you got it when it was free, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, it's, it's not like it's a limited time until yeah. the next free one comes out. Because then, I mean, that wouldn't make no sense for like, um, what's it called? Like Assassin's Creed. That's a long game to play. To, like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like yeah. a, <laughs> that's why I figured. But the way he said it, I don't know. I just maybe uh, think yeah. differently. Yeah, but um, I mean, it was all right. Uh, I mean, it's a tower defense game. It kept me interested, and in, it was free. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if I've, I've played a, quite a few <laughs> randomly. I've played quite a few tower defense games, and uh, it didn't feel like it had a many gameplay elements, but beyond the towers to kind of give it any kind of variation. Oh, really? Like, like uh, I like I played like the first seven story missions, and then I was like, okay, these are kind of quick. So I picked the option where you could have a hundred waves. Um, uh, Instead, so in, you know, the story mode, you'll have maybe fifteen waves. Mm-hmm. I chose the option to have a hundred, and I was like, okay, maybe this will be challenging. And I literally like there, there's enough, there's enough uh, points to add maybe like forty towers in the game, but well, in that level. But I added six, and I finished the whole thing. Like after wave like twenty five, I didn't have to add another tower and, and i literally just let it go and then i came back and i finished with, with like a perfect rating 
<laughs> and I was like, what the hell? I was like, that's not even a challenge or anything. Yeah, I've, I've run into that with tower defense games. It's like, even if you can plant a lot, sometimes you don't need to. Yeah. But, I mean, it was that? just kind of... Sounds like someone was washing their hands. <laughs> uh, I was getting uh, water. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, we're not doing anyway. a podcast or nothing. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I mean, you know, like I said, it was, a, you know, for me, I got it for free. So, it kept me interested for a couple hours for free, so... Um, but I don't know. It's, I, I can't really get into it too much. Um, and then other than that, I've been just playing a bunch of random, uh, Maddens. Um, you know how we played, what is it? 95 and 05 at your house, Jeremy? Yeah. Uh, well, I found, I actually have Madden seven through 13. Oh, at my, <laughs> on, on 360. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause you bought them all pretty much. Yeah. So, um, we, uh, me and some friends were playing a couple of them. Um, I don't know. Mainly still Sega Santa 13, but it's it, it was just kind of hard to get into some of the older ones just because the loading times and stuff like that. Yeah, I got my bet. Some of the gameplay is kind of, you know, especially the early 360 versions, um, the gameplay is almost not even as good as the previous generation's games because uh, it was still like, they're still kind of like getting it to fit, to work on like 360. Um, but yeah, that's all for me. Really, not too much this week. All right, yeah, that yeah. means it's me. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. Um, Gears of War Judgment, uh, ranked up a little bit last night. Um, still playing Black Ops Two. I think I'm like right near the end, but I haven't really played a lot. I played it, but not a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um. What's it called? Uh, Dead Space Three. Okay. I uh, <clears throat> sorry, let's get rid of sneeze. I had to. Uh, me and uh, Angelo, uh, my brother-in-law, is back from Afghanistan, and uh, so we were playing. We started playing the co-op through it, so to see the difference. It's kind of funny because uh, there's some parts where, like in the cutscene, it just shows me like. Okay, for example, we were on a train, and the cutscene is me running to the, uh, uh, running to the to jump onto the helicopter. Well, he's with me. The character he is is a uh, Carver. And he's with me, but then, like I was, he was behind me, and then all of a sudden, when I jump on the back of this helicopter or whatever, or plane, <clears throat> all of a sudden Carver's there picking me up to bring me in. And now that was the original cutscene well, for the solo player solo missions, but like, <laughs> yeah. You know, the way they designed it, I think they could have done a little better job, you know, or like where I'm uh, running. Yeah, he'll tell Carver, he told Carver, all right, you stay here. I'm going to run and go get a um, in a, a, a suit. So he goes, okay. So then my guy goes running and he has to dive through this thing and the door shuts and Carver's with me. Right. Like that part of the ship got destroyed. <laughs> and, and that's the whole, uh, that's the whole uh, Halo 1 and 2 and I'm sure other game things where it was like, if you played two players, all the cutscenes were like focused on only one person. Um, but then again, that, Halo One and Two are old now, and, and there's really no excuse for having cutscenes like that in multiplayer. But yeah, it, I, I, yeah, you think that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of like, especially because wow. doesn't that game kind of uh, highlight multiplayer? No, this is the first time they ever had multiplayer in it. But I'm saying, didn't didn't they set it up to where if you don't play multiplayer, you don't get the whole story? Yeah. That's what but, I mean, so that you would figure that they would make sure that the, that kind of thing didn't happen. 
you would think. Yeah. But uh, but they did. Excuse me. But, no, no. Uh, you want to take a nap while we uh, record? No, it's just because I haven't, like I said, I haven't <laughs> eaten all day. So just kidding. I'm slow on energy. Um. But yeah, I mean, we, we got through like I think the first first quarter of the game. I don't know. We got pretty far into it before we stopped uh, the other night. Uh-huh. Um, after last week's podcast, uh, found out that uh, 400 Days was out. I went out and I <laughs> purchased it and played it. Oh, yeah? Um, and uh, let me ask you, Frank, how many people did you get to come to go with uh, at the end? I don't want to get too much out. Everyone except one person. Same here. I didn't get it either because I didn't, I didn't get why they I, – I, I'm actually – considering looking it up because it, it I, didn't seem clear like why they didn't come it was just kind of like i, I was didn't, it was it one it, of the chicks no it was uh the the inmate oh really okay yeah he came with me that was one of the girls but i can't i'm trying to think of her story because the inmate came with me the the hippie guy came with me um the the one what about the one that escaped the, well, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to get too into it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to remember now. Here, uh, I think the the chick with the sister. I think she came. That's sexy. Um. Who else? I'm gonna go blank on this shit. Oh, Ronnie came with me. The the one that you know was picked up by the guy in the truck. Yeah. I just saw. I, don't I have to go back. I, I think they pretty much all all came with me, but one chick. And I, like you said, I don't remember. I think I'm wondering if it's set up to where there's only going to be that. There's only going to be a certain amount in the group, so no, no matter what, one is going to stay behind. Yeah. Well, like I said, when um, um, I was going through the story, it didn't. Um, it wasn't clear. Like watching the videos and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't clear why. Like I, I honestly didn't even realize that they didn't join until after the the game i was like oh well okay (laughs) yeah so i i know we've talked about this game on on past uh podcasts but um i was reading how this basically is going to be the dlc that helps you carry over your choices from game one or season one to two from what i understand yes yeah and i think what they did was they set it up to be the characters that are going to be in season two Oh, whoever, whoever whoever went with you, like I said, I don't want to give that away, but whoever went with you and didn't stay behind, I think are going to be your main characters in season two. Like whereas in the first season you had uh, Kenny and his wife and son. Um, uh, who else was in there? You know, of course Lee and Clementine, and the, you know all the random people that were in there yeah. in season one that dwelled down t- uh, as you go along. Like that's gonna be your starting group is gonna be that th- those guys. That's a pretty cool concept. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's game could be different because, whereas like, um, Frank said he did, the inmate didn't go with him. He stayed behind. I, I the inmate came with me, so my game is gonna be completely different from Frank's mm-hmm. on the choices because he, you know, because he has a character there that I don't. Yeah. And the thing that made me laugh though was like I said, so everybody came. Five people came, I think. And one person stayed behind, or or four came and one stayed behind. I don't remember how many exactly, but um, 
like, it makes me laugh because they all left, and the one person stayed in the camp by themselves. I'm like thinking, if everybody decided to go, wouldn't even if you didn't want to go, your natural thought would be, well, I'm not going to stay out here by myself. I better get with a group. That's yeah, it's kind of goofy. I was like, it, it was almost like the, it was like, okay, well, you chose to just die, I guess. Yeah. Later, have, dude, uh, have fun out here by yourself in the wilderness. And like, working, yeah, you. We're taking the supplies. Try to stop yeah, us. <laughs> we're going to take all, all everything. Yeah, we'll leave um, you a tent and a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm interested in looking it up again because uh, I'm wondering if you could. Again, like I said, it w- I wasn't really sure what I did wrong or what I did to make the person decide not to join the team. Uh-huh. But um, I'm I'm actually interested in looking it up because I'm wondering if you could go hardcore and like completely F it up and like have only one person or two people decide to, you know, tag along and, you yeah. know, like, um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in looking at and looking at it. And again, like you're saying, maybe it's just default one person stays or two, but, um, but yeah, I'm interested in looking at, uh, at it. Cause, um, I, I remember on my playthrough, I was trying to be kind of, rude to everyone except clementine <laughs> uh-huh. but uh, but randomly it worked <laughs> they all followed me in, in the first one <laughs> so um i don't know yeah maybe i'm trying to think of who the hell the chick that stayed behind well you could just look up the I names think, or something yeah it's fine i don't i don't, right I, don't I don't want to i don't want to give away the stories by going through who's who <laughs> so yeah I think I know which one it maybe yeah. Anyways. Yeah, uh, other than that, oh don't don't rush me. You sat there and talked about your damn game for four hours. Oh, I don't care about that. I'm talking about Kingdom, I tried, uh, Kingdom uh, Hearts, uh my next game. Spoilers. And um I don't give a shit. Obviously. Uh, See people he doesn't care about you. That's not true. <laughs> uh anyways. It's not really given away. I mean if you're gonna play uh, the game, I think by now if you're if you're playing the Walking Dead game, you've already played 400 days, so... But, anyways. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, still trying to go through that game. Like I said, I'm thinking about stopping if if then the remix comes out and it has 1.5, it has a, a redone master of the first game. So, I don't know. But, uh, other than that, uh, I finally picked up The Last of Us. I haven't got... I, I've gotten kind of far in it. But I um not enough to really comment too much, cause mm. um like I I kind of I, I can say I, I beat the 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 prologue or whatever it's called, you know, and then I've kind of just finally gotten into the city, so I'm just finally getting into the the meat of what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, already starting from the beginning, I, I thought. Just by seeing uh, the way the characters are, I thought that it was going to be going in one direction, and right away it's in a di- it went in a different direction. Uh, I, I can't really say without giving anything away, uh, so I'll just leave it at that. I totally forgot what game you were talking about. Sorry. The yeah, last, I, last... I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. I just can't afford it right now. Yeah, well, when I finally beat it, I'll let you borrow it. Well, I still know, still need to get uh, inf- infinite from you. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Other than that, Angry Birds Star Wars, hell yeah. That that's your number one game of the year, I think. No, it's not gonna be game of the year, but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um so other than that, I'll just move on to what's coming out. Because that's the last of my games. And these are some great games coming out. They're 
Everyone got to pick up all these games. Uh, you know we don't do PC games really on here, um, unless it's like a major title, and that's pretty much all PC games coming out. Oh, really? And none of them were really major. So I just found two um, that are coming out for seven twenty eight to eight three. Cold, or excuse me, Cloudberry Kingdom for the Wii U, the PS three, and the three sixty, and it's not even a, it's a like an arcade game. I almost said it wasn't an actual game. It is an actual game. I mean, like, uh, you know, a physical, like, copy game. It's like a game you just download, an arcade game. Yeah. Uh, and then Family Cart 3D for the 3DS. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't really anything. Yeah, obviously. Well, as we've talked about, you know, there's not much for until what? Uh, August. Oh, yeah, there's, there's some coming out in August. And then it's uh, Saints Row the Third, XCOM Bureau, and others. Madden and other <laughs> stuff. Uh, the one thing that I want, did want to mention that is coming out uh, this week on what would that? I guess yeah, Tuesday is uh, for PC since since you did mention it. Um, Terraria Collector's Edition, and uh, even though it's a it's a, not a major release, I still wanted to mention it just because of uh, it is a pretty cool um, game. If you haven't played it, maybe pick up the uh, collector's edition. And actually, next week we will. Wait, what's the dates? I'm sorry, what's the dates that you did? Uh, okay, okay, that's what I thought. Next week we'll have some good re- releases. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, with that said, we will take our mandatory break and be right back. seems to be a, uh, a theme with me lately. My first news story has to do with Final Fantasy. This week, I'm going to talk a little about Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn. Um, so basically, Square has come out and said that there will be plenty to do in uh, Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn Vanilla. Um, and that doesn't even... and that Meaning before it even comes out with the free content updates. And by Vanilla, for those who don't know, it means the original base game. One or in this case, 2.0. Um, so basically, he said completing the main. Th- this is one of the producers. Completing the main st- scenario will only will get players to level 50, but the adventure doesn't end there. And um, uh, he says, uh, even the, or, or, and then even though level 50 is the cap, it won't end the story there. Um, hitting level 50, you can take will then unlock harder versions of the avatar fights. And a couple of them that were specifically named was Ifrit, where um, you originally will take, uh, will, will fight him at level 20, 
But once you hit level 50, you can fight a level 50 version, and he's a lot harder. And this level 50 version... Uh, or And then another one is Titan, where normally you fight him and it only takes four people, but when you fight him at, at, at post-game, it takes eight people. Um, and these higher-tier fights will be how you get access to the primals, which is, um, I'm assuming, like... They're not raids, but they're, like, hi- the highest in content. Um, and then he also said the uh, DLC, well, the... Uh, content updates will bring new storyline too. That continues the old storyline, I should say, not new story, but it will actually continue the storyline that you've already started. So it's not like a lot of MMOs where it's like you know you beat the base game and then story updates after that are are like new stories. This is actually going to continue on with the story. Mm. Um, how they're going to do that, I really don't know, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, there has been some other. It's MMOs. not really cool because it's. This game already came out, and they shouldn't be charging you for it. But, it's yeah. a different game, Patrick. We've gone over. Oh, no, it's not. Not same shit. <laughs> Has the same name, don't it? Well, kind of, but that's like oh, same game. Go ahead. Keep anyway, going. so yeah, so this is uh, good news. They plan on um, releasing a lot, and actually, a uh, uh, related story that I didn't write down that I heard about earlier this week is they really thought about going free to play for it, but they realized that. Um, they're assholes, and that they're just going to charge people for no reason. Well, for no, basically, the, they're taking a different approach than a lot of people take. Um, yeah, they're, they're giving you a game, and it's real shitty, and then they try to change it and charge you for it and say it's the same game. It's a different game. You do realize they're giving the game away free to those who bought it before, right? Uh, still cheap. Anyway, <laughs> um, they basically said because of all the money they put into it that it, it, they would not be able to keep their servers open if they did not charge for it. Um, yeah. and Don't fall. But they're also promising that um, they will release regularly scheduled content updates, not just patches to uh, fix the game, but also content updates. So, you know, and if they do that, if seriously, if they have a content update like every month or even every other month that's a, a pretty major content update, I think people wouldn't mind, won't mind paying for the game. They're stupid. <laughs> You're calling our listeners stupid now. No, anybody who plays that and was going to pay for it is stupid. Not all of our listeners play that crap. You're calling me stupid? Well, you are stupid. Oh, darn it. All right, that's it. Go. Uh, well, uh, just a quick <laughs> one here. Uh, why we need this game. This Out of all games, we need this one made. I don't know, but Sony has confirmed that Gran Turismo movie in the works. Well, it's the works. Um, what was it? Didn't they say that a lot of people think that they're doing this because of that? What, the other racing game that's having a movie? What was it? Fast and Furious? No, we talked about a racing game that, that's coming out with a movie a couple months ago. I don't Need know. for I Speed? Oh, Need, Need for, for Speed. speed. Yeah. Uh, another game. I was like, out of, the, out of games that could get, should you get movies, such as, yeah. say, Nathan Drake? Yeah. Or Uncharted, I should say. Um. Or Bio- any of those, really. Bioshock. Even yeah. a World of Warcraft movie would be more make more sense than there, a... You know, there actually was an announcement with uh, at Comic Con that they're gonna, they're actually still gonna do it. Oh, are they? Uh, Legendary Films uh, had a had a quick uh, announcement about it. I forgot what it was, but basically they Come just stated for World of Warcraft. Yeah, for World of Warcraft. Been, uh, I know it's been in the works for years. Yeah, what like they. Say? They decided to do the movie in like 2008 or something, yeah. so everyone figured it wasn't going to happen, but they said I they're going to start filming next year. Nice. 
I mean, as much as I don't like the game, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. You know I what know. I'm saying? And especially with all the different DLCs and stuff, you can do like, you know, it could be the boss of the movie, you know? like well, you know Yeah, there's, a, there's like so much story, but yeah, with with the, I mean, you know, okay, they're trying to expand the, the franchise, but with like Gran Turismo, it's just cars, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, what are they going to do? I mean, they're... Fast and the Furious, they already have a, a car movie, you know? And, 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 yeah. And Gran Turismo, it's, like, more professional racing, so it's not even, like, Need for Speed where they could use, like, the police chase aspect or, like, the underground racing scene aspect. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, a professional racing, like, game, you know? And so it's, now like... now they're going to make up a whole story of some guy named Tony who... Who's, like, a race car driver. It, yeah, yeah. finally made it in, and, now, you know and that's his what wife's it's gonna cheating be. on him with, uh, <laughs> with the league owner. And, yep. yeah. That's exactly you know. what it's going to be. So I mean, yeah, like any story they develop would have to be new, From not scratch, any, yeah. not, not not anything to related with the game, because like there's no element, story element. I mean, I, you know, okay, I haven't played the last Gran Turismo, but I played a couple, and I kind of assume there's no story, I, unless the like the last one was like crazy and gritty, and they added all this stuff I, and everything. The only but... story in Gran Turismo is you're a new driver in the Gran Turismo, and you're make, you're working your way up. There's no other story. That's it. So yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's like them saying they're coming out with a Madden movie. Yeah, you know, and might you... as well just be a football movie. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you, you come. It's coming out with Madden, and, and you can customize characters. <laughs> Shit, it's like last minute they they were making like any given Sunday part two, and they're like, you know what? Let's just name it Madden instead. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> nothing, nothing to do. You know, nothing from the game really. Just let's call it Madden. You know, <laughs> uh, and, and and the opening credits is like. The team previous year who won the Super Bowl, getting handing the president the the, yeah. <laughs> the, oh, <yeah>. the jersey. <laughs> so I, I mean, it, it could turn out good, but it's kind of one of those things where it's just you know they're obviously just trying to get some money off yeah. the brand because you could have made any like goofy racing movie and well, it didn't have to be Gran Turismo. But you know, okay. even though there's a lot in the Final Fantasy world that could and has made good. TV and movie, it's it's like that Final Fantasy movie that came out in America, um, Spirits Within. That had nothing to do with any of the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, they just slapped Final Fantasy on it to sell it. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, they're gonna make a racing movie and slap Gran Turismo on it just to make a uh, uh, make it popular. Yeah, <laughs> in the middle of the, in the middle of it, all of a sudden, Dom from Fast and the Furious is gonna show up. <laughs> and just seems like I'm, I'll race anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you you know that the line is going to be in there something like, "But I got a race in the Gran Turismo." Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> and it, the guy's going to look right at the camera. I'm just a yeah. I'm just a go kart driver right now, but my dream is to be in the Gran Turismo. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Like, Twenty years later, my dad never made it to Gran Turismo, but I'm going to live his dream. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You just gave him the story idea. You should charge him. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, all right, go oh, ahead. Frank. Yeah. Um. All right. So, um, over. Well, I think it was well a couple of days ago. Somewhat, somewhat over the weekend. Uh, not really, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Beer uh, is a personality on game trailers. He does a show, Invisible Walls, and they did a kind of a show on. Um, what is it? it? Well, basically, the personality he's known for attacking, or he's kind of known as like the angry gamer or whatever. Not the guy from YouTube. Oh, okay. But, I was about to say, I know uh, the Angry Gamer from YouTube. Or, what is his name? It's like Angry Nerd. I think it's Angry Nerd or something. Angry I don't know. Nerd? 
No, no, not him. See, the, it's so. The, now, here's one thing: is is in, is in. Uh, I, I mean, I guess it points to you know the fact that there's a lot of people who just make uh, shows off of complaining, and some in jokes, some in serious. But there's a lot of people who have shows that are just t- either talking crap or whatever, right? And like yeah, I said, yeah, not yeah. not always negative, but um, yeah. you know, sometimes it's joking. Sometimes they'll be negative but in a joking way but anyway mm-hmm. um but anyway the, this one guy marcus beardy does uh the show uh invisible on game trailers and they recently went over a lot of the the, the kind of the indie gamer it will sorry the indie game developers from uh the movie indie game the movie mm-hmm. and in it he mm-hmm. actually criticized harshly uh phil fish which is the creator of fez uh i don't know if you guys know him but he's kind of known as kind of abrasive he actually had to stop using twitter for a while because he would um basically personally respond to any negative comments made to him online um and in the movie he's i mean it's understandable why he was upset but in the movie he basically goes nuts saying he's gonna like kill his co uh developer because he's trying to scheme him uh, money out of him or something so the the developer of Fez he's kind of known as, as a abrasive guy so um, Marcus Beer basically on the show was saying like you know he's uh, he's kind of a he called him a effing hipster a tosspot he whines every time that anyone uh, criticizes him and so anyway they had this show and Marcus Beer just basically attacked Phil Fish and Phil Fish being who he is responded personally to it on Twitter. And Marcus Beer then re- responded to Phil Fish on Twitter, and they basically <laughs> went back and forth like "f you," you know, "go die." Dang. Uh, go, yeah, you should go kill yourself. And <laughs> after a long, like, you know, a, like about an hour of back and forth of you know, "I hate you," "go die" on Twitter, um, Phil Fish decided to cancel Fez Two, <laughs> wow. uh, which is the game he's working on, and. He said it, he says it's not just because of Marcus Beer. He says because he doesn't like criticism. Um, well, then get out of the industry. Show yeah, that you're in the wrong industry if you don't like criticism. Yeah. Well, see, that's the, the funny thing is is because um, he Marcus Beer actually he attacked the other uh, guys on the movie too. Uh, because the thing is is a lot of them they weren't really popular before the movie. And after the movie, a lot of them had issues with, you know, dealing with Facebook and Twitter now that they have, like, hundreds of thousands of followers and people that are, you know, more than happy to say you suck when they think they, you know, did something wrong, you know. And a lot of them have had issues with dealing with that kind of uh, celebrity part of it now, especially when it comes to negative stuff. And Phil Fish always responded back negatively. Like, people would say, like, oh, you suck or on something on Twitter, and you'd be like, you know, F you on Twitter and... Um, so I anyway, you. I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, I guess on one hand, I could I could kind of understand because it is kind of weird just all of a sudden having all that celebrity. But then on the other hand, um, you know, he, he is in an industry where, and like I said, because we had all those angry shows, you know, where we couldn't even different. It almost could get a you know to a point where it's difficult to differentiate between all the shows that just thrive off criticism alone you know um and that you know we weren't sure if it was angry gamer angry nerd angry, angry nintendo nerd you know whatever you know yeah and so anyway he just blew up and canceled the game which um 
I've never got around to playing Fez One. I, I was interested in it, but I heard it was really good. But yeah, but um, and It'll the other thing out eventually they'll probably you know he'll calm down. And well, someone will stroke his ego, and then yeah, well, well, Fez Two is back on. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is um, in the movie, the uh, indie game, the movie, um, the developers of Meat Boy, uh, in one of their interviews, they actually said that Phil Fish almost every other week went back and forth from, oh, I'm not going to make Fez 1, I'm done, to, oh, wait, no, it's it's back on, we're going to finish it. And so he's kind of done this before when he wasn't, you know, when he didn't have, like, a million Twitter followers or whatever, however, however many he has yeah. now. So he's doing it now. So, yeah, like you were saying, in all honesty, I won't be surprised if, like, three months down the line he's like, okay, you know, we're back. You know, after realizing that Fez made him, like, millions of dollars, you know. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so I would really wouldn't be surprised if he comes back, but as of right now it's canceled his his website polytron has stated it's canceled um and for anyone looking for twitter entertainment unfortunately he he put his uh phil fish has put his uh twitter on protected so you can't even see his tweets unless you're a follower of his previously well you know it honestly at this point if he really feels like that he should just sell the company sell the idea make a lot of money because probably he could live off of for life and then just get you know, out of his true. life. You know, that's true. He could probably try to sell a license for Fez to yeah, someone. Or, and just his company in general. I mean, you know, yeah. sell the company with the license. I'm sure he'd get good money and he could probably live off of it for the rest of his life. Yeah, well, he actually he created Polytron because he needed a publisher and, and no one would really offer to publish him. Mm-hmm. So he started the company Polytron as a publishing company. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, as of right now, it's canceled, but you know, you never know. And, uh, he's left a, a lot of a fun comments on his, uh, Polytron website and on his Twitter and everywhere. But yeah. Yep. Yep. That's funny. Um, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so War, uh, World of Warcraft loses more subscribers. Now at 7.7 million, lost another 700,000. So that brings it up to what we were talking about before the show, about 2 million this year, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I'm not, I'm not sure on that number, but I think it's around, somewhere around 2 million this year. Yeah. They're still making hell of money, but... Oh, yeah. I know that shit's got to, you know... Yep. But, but, yeah, that's crazy. But, you know, you know I mean... I hate to say it, but this is real quick because our last story was only, was like less than three months ago. So losing this much in three months is a lot. And you know what yeah. I you know what I'm saying? You know what I think? Rift went free to play, and if you remember right, when Rift Rift first came out, they they lost like two million subscribers, even though a lot of them went back. Yeah, they lost like two million for like a couple months or, or something. Maybe not two million, but um, active users, and then. A lot of them went back, but now that Rift is free, I bet you a lot of the people are like, well, why am I paying for World of Warcraft when Rift is now free to play, you know? Exactly. Well, the thing is, is there's, um, I think when, you know, World of Warcraft was like really popular and it was like stupid, you know, making money, like printing money, um, a lot of other game developers were like, hey, you know, we could do that too, but I think what people didn't get is there's only so much money where you know, in this type of genre where you can't have, like, all these games with 10 million users all going on at the same time. And a lot of the games have come out and, you know, they haven't de- completely beat WoW, but they've, you know, for sure taken away some of their user base. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. It's one of those things where, you know, like, I only think the really the next competitor that could kind of replace WoW because it costs so much to make these games good, you know, where you need millions of people to even sustain, you know, these types of games. Um, I only think really Skyrim maybe has a, no, not Skyrim, the, what is it, Oblivion Online? No, um, no uh, Elder Scrolls Online, but yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. I, I don't know. Besides that, I, I really can't see too many Final companies. Fantasy, I, I'm, I'm kind of seeing it going in the way that it might actually be successful. Yeah. But uh, with the pace. But, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I really don't. It, I don't think I don't know if any game from now on will be ever be really really popular as a pay to play. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, even just in general, I mean, to get you know, like what, what was at their peak? What four twelve million or something? Right around there, yeah. Um, I mean, that might be just something hard to attain nowadays because there's so many options out there. Like, even if you like MMOs, you know. Yeah. Um, the markets where there's a lot of games like that now, and, and WoW's the big one, and WoW's going you know slowly decreasing and you know we'll probably see a little bump when they come out with another add-on maybe a year or two from now but you know it's not going to return to where it was no no and um, never will and there's you know like i said there's so many options now where two years down the line if you want to play an mmo there's going to be a two three coming out and that from now to then and you know there's the options that are already there too like you know final fantasy and rift and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. so i don't know but well, you know, speaking of MMOs, I thought I'd share this story real quick. So Crystal plays that uh, Toontown MMO Disney game or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's, like, arguing with me because I'm like, I'm like, I told her, I go, man, you're always too busy raiding now. You never have time to spend time with anybody. And she's like, I don't raid. I'm like, let me ask you a question. Do you go into dungeons or special areas to do missions? She's like, yes. I'm like, do you have to, do you wait for people to go do this? <laughs> she goes, yes. <laughs> do you have certain areas where you need a certain type of people to, to be able to beat that area? She goes, yes. I go, that's called raiding. <laughs> Close enough, definitely. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. I guess I do. She's a dungeon crawler. <laughs> Shit. All right, so as I was uh, mentioning to Patrick <laughs> during the break, um, and this is a little little old. I actually meant to talk about this on our old pod or last podcast. Our uh, old podcast, yeah, on our old podcast. Uh, Ultimate Street that Fighter, the one that Kevin was on. Yeah, Ultimate <laughs> Street Fighter Four has been announced. Jesus Christ! Uh, now, before people Wasn't get there up, another one recently that just came out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was it the arcade edition? Yeah, uh, I don't where it was know. like only online or something. Where did I, I... I could be wrong, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I lost the story page. Whoops! I must have closed it. Uh, Patrick, go ahead and go to yours, and I'll talk about this in a second. Sorry. I don't want to. Okay. Um. So LeBron James gets ha- picked the new twenty track soundtrack for the new NBA Two K fourteen. Um. He picked uh, tracks like Robin. Thickies, Blurred Lines, uh, Howlin' For You by the Black Keys, and Clint Eastwood from the Gorillas. They have have the whole list here. Um, I guess I can go through that if you're having trouble with your your Uh, story. It's up to you. I I found it, but... Uh, Well, let's see. Big Crit, Cool to Be Southern, Cribs, Chris Cab, 
Paradise on Earth, Coldplay Lost, Daft Punk featuring Pharrell Williams, Get Lucky, Drake Start from the Bottom, Eminem Not Afraid, Fly Union Long Run, Gorillaz, Clint Eastwood, Imagine Dragons, Radioactive, Judah Kiss featuring Ayanna Irish, Can't Stop Me, Jay-Z, The Ruler's Back, John Legend featuring Rick Ross, who do we think we are? Kanye West, All of the Lights, Kendrick Lamar, Now or Never, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Ray Dalton, Can't Hold, Can't Hold Us, Nas featuring Puff Daddy, Hate Me Now, Phil Collins in the Air Tonight. That one's kind of random to have in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Robin Thicke featuring Perel. Blurred Lines, The Black Keys, Elevator, and The Black Keys, Howling for You. Remember last year, I think Jay-Z did the whole album, or yeah, the whole soundtrack? I think board. so, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. But, uh... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry to interrupt you real quick, but, um... Again, I, I don't know if all of them were free, but, uh, you know, like, like I was saying, there's other versions. They had, you know, the original Street Fighter Four, and, again, I think some of them are free, so maybe it's not too bad. But then they had Super Street Fighter 4 and Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. Yeah, and yeah. And, yeah. Super and, Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition Alpha and Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Alpha <laughs> Turbo. And then Super Street Fighter Arcade Alpha Turbo Deluxe. Alpha Mega, Alpha Meta Deluxe uh, Boner Edition. All right. <laughs> anyway, so at first, when I, when I first you saw this Capcom. story. When I first saw this story, I, w- I was like, Patrick, and I was like, are you serious? Another standalone Street Fighter game in uh, Street Fighter 4 game, basically. I don't know what's stupider. Capcom coming out with all these Street Fighter names for the same freaking game, or uh, Square Enix coming out with Final Fantasy fourteen, the same game, but you have to pay for it again. <sighs> it's not the same game. Same game. Anyway. Um, so this is actually what what this is is it's an update for uh, it's a DLC for Street Fighter Four or yeah for Street Fighter Four DLC yes um, wait you mean you don't have to purchase a whole different game you can actually just purchase some DLC yes and it's called uh, Ultra wait, Street Fighter wait. Four and um, basically it's uh, the new edition will be released in 2014 as an arcade machine so it's going to be in the arcades also. But it will also be released as a DLC add-on for existing Super Street Fighter 4s and as a standalone game if you uh, do not own Super Street Fighter 4. Um, so basically, it, it's going to uh, bring a lot of new makeup. Yep, yep. No, he, he, it brings a, a various tweaks and additional modes and stages, um, but it also adds five new characters, uh, Rolento, Elena, Poison, and Hugo. As well as an all-new character, um, which, uh, as far as I know, has not been announced yet. Um, many of the gameplay changes are based off of feedback from fans and ca- the Capcom community, um, basically. And uh, so, basically, it's it's more of an update with added content. Um, so, you mean the Capcom Street Fighter fans went to the forums and instead of saying, we want a new Street Fighter game with everything at once... Or with some DLC, they said we want you to make another uh, add-on to Street Fighter Four. Well, I doubt that. But here's <laughs> here's the thing about this. Here's the thing. Well, you got to look at it this way, Patrick. If you're a hardcore Street Fighter fan right now, they're basically most likely going to give you all this for between fifteen and twenty dollars. As where if they come out with Street Fighter Five, 
it would have been a sixty dollar game. So if you look at it that way, it's not the worst thing. Either way, they're going to do it when Street Fighter Five finally does come out. They're going to have twenty thousand different <laughs> uh, versions of it. Yeah. Um, along with this, from what I understand, some of the tweaks, and I'm going to gather more information because it, it's constantly coming in the last couple of weeks, uh, and for for uh, either next podcast or the one after. But basically, they're actually changing how each character works. Um, one Instead of, things, of hit it, when you hit right, they'll go left. When you hit left, they'll go right. Maybe for a Super Street Fighter Ultra Four backwards, Edition, back, backwards edition, uh, backwards yeah. edition, <laughs> opposite edition. Uh, no, but like certain things, like certain <laughs> characters, um, you know, certain characters will walk faster than other characters. Um, Featuring Final Fantasy fourteen characters that are the same, <laughs> but not. Uh, basically, yeah, it'll 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 add different things to each character, and each character will have their strengths and weaknesses. As where before, you know, you could consider, you know, certain characters were strong, um, had strong up-close attacks, but weak uh, ranged attacks. So this will be more like, uh, Ryu, remember how, I think it was in Alpha, where they kind of... <laughs> Ryu, Ryu wears the red gi, and now fucking Ken wears the white gi. <laughs> well, you remember how in, like, I think it was Alpha, um, they did it to where, like, all of a sudden, Ryu, his specialty was his um, upper, his Oyuken, and uh, Ryu was the Haruken. I think basically they're going to expand upon that more where, like, Ken will now uh, – has, has, has more uh, – w- he walks faster and can dodge faster as where Ryu can do, you know, other things faster. So it, it, it's interesting. Basically, their plan is to tweak the characters to where every character can, can beat every other character. So they're basically uh, – they're going to be – every character's going to be good, basically. Well, yeah, I was reading a – Pick up Ultimate Street Fighter 4. Ken now has black hair. All right. You were very <laughs> close to the microphone there. No, I, I put my hand over my mouth. Well, that's what I figured. That was, yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, I was reading um some of it, and, uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of balancing things. I mean, I'll, I'll give them Street Fighter Fours. Uh, you know, it's a good game, but um, they're getting a little bit better on it. But um, I don't know, because Street Fighter came out, what, around, like, 2010? 2009 probably yeah so i don't know i mean they're getting maybe they'll get better if this is like the last one or two add-ons but um i mean you know they got kind of carried away with that you know their older street fighters yeah with all the add-ons and stuff well this just did ultimate street fighter 4 waraka lost his father not his mother (laughs) wow all right enough but um so I, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll get better on it. I mean, they're, it's, it, is a, it is a little bit better as a DLC as opposed to a whole new game, which they did in the past. But. Yeah. Uh, I think, Frank, I think we need to make sure from now on when we do podcasts, we don't let – we make sure Patrick eats before the podcast. <laughs> Ultimate Street Fighter Four new edition. Vega has four blades instead of three on its head. All right. $17. Uh, moving on. Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Me being hungry has nothing nothing to do with Capcom or Square Enix being stupid. Anyway, moving on. Square Enix summer sale going on now until August fourth over at the Square Enix website. Um, they have a ton of things on sale, ranging from PC downloads, PS one and PS two titles, Xbox three sixty games, PS three games, and three uh, DS, DS, and PSP games. On um, all their titles. No, not all of them, but a lot of them. Oh, so you can't buy no. the original Final Fantasy fourteen on there? You can only buy the new version of it? You actually can't buy either, because right now the old uh-uh. old one is no longer sold. 
and the new one is not oh, out oh, yet. Oh, it's the same thing. Anyways, go ahead. No, it's not. Anyway, um, so I'm gonna uh, some of the notable titles that they're selling for cheaper is uh, the new Tomb Raider game. Um, is is forgot they did that. Uh, yeah, and actually you can get it for twenty five dollars on the PC right now. Um, Hitman Absolution is cheaper. Sleeping Dogs are all uh, down in price. Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution, Resolu- yeah, Revolution, Dead Island, the PC version, and Just Cause Two. Dead, I- Dead Island? They did Dead Island? I don't remember. See, Dead see Island. I don't yeah. think they did that. Yeah, they did. Cause no, they didn't. They did. Or do the- they own the company? Because it's it's um Deep Silver. Yeah. Because I was uh, look close was, on the I box. Was... It, it says Square Enix on it. I'll look on the box, but when I put the game in, nothing says Square Enix comes yeah, they're... up advertised as Square Enix. That's true. It didn't, huh? But I know that they, they did it. They they were part of it. So, um... I don't... You I'm know what? I'm, I'm wondering... Right I now. think they're a distrib- distributor only. You know what? I was wondering if they either own... Because a couple studios were, like, uh, what is it? Technoland and Deep Silver. And so maybe they own one of them. But if not, I mean... Well, that's a good thing is if they didn't, because I was, I actually, I went to their page and I noticed that some of the huh. games, I, I, I wasn't sure if they did Distributors, yeah, sorry. Distributors, Val Corporation, Square Enix, and Spike. There you go. Huh. Publisher is Deep Silver. Yeah. I, well, I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a cool thing then, because then that means they're selling more than just Square Enix games. Oh, yeah. Um, and some of the, some of the titles for the PS1, they have Chrono Cross on there um, for eleven twenty four. Wow! They, no, they have. Sorry, they have uh, new PS2 games. You can buy them new. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, they have um, uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts one and two on there. You can Hell buy. Yeah. You can buy them for fifteen dollars each right now. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep for fifteen. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memory for fifteen. Um, let's see. It, or so, just wait till. Yeah. <laughs> or just wait till. Uh, September and get them all in one package, pretty yep. much, well, except for Keen Wars too. Yeah. Well, most of these, are, most of their sales are PC downloads, but you can get a lot of PS1 and PS2 games uh, and PSP and. Well, I mean, you don't think that remix is going to come out on PC too? Probably not. Well, I guess not. Since it's a bunch of different games. Yeah. I guess yeah, not. and it's never just Keen Wars has never been on PC, so. Just Cause Two wasn't that the the one, uh, Frank, where you were in the jet and you were jumping in and out of it? Yeah. 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 That, yeah, that, that game's kind of crazy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, a ton of games on the summer sale. It's until August fourth, and, and unfortunately, um, they're also having a uh, say a sp- very special sale on Steam this weekend, which ends today, so it won't matter. But I'm gonna say it anyway, um, where they have their games seventy five percent off. Um, yeah, so that's pretty crazy. So go do what everybody else does: buy Helic games on Steam and then don't ever play them. Hey, I've never done that. I've only bought a few that I haven't You're played. You're so full of shit. I've only bought a few I haven't played. Seriously. I only have like 30 games on there. I'm not yeah. like some other people who have like hundreds. Huh. Oh, hey, Patrick. And they have um, uh, Final Fantasy XIV at Realm Reborn for $29.99. Oh, see? You lied to me, Jeremy. It's pre-order. So, ha. I didn't lie to you. I said it wasn't out yet. Nonetheless, you can still go put your money down on this game that you already bought. Well, if you already bought it, it's free to you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's actually very nice of Square Enix because they're giving away a free game to those who bought their previous one. Anyway, it let's go to the next game. Another game altogether. How the hell are you gonna sell the? Uh, it is another is the game, game you bought. Oh wait, no. Let's get. We're gonna change everything and charge you for it and say it's a born reborn. How about we just would have came out with the reborn on a different game? It or get your shit together before you publish a game and say here, 
enjoy this piece of shit, and then we're going to take it away from you, and then we're going to charge you again for this other piece of shit. They're not charging you for it, though. They're not charging monthly? No, that's different. They were already charging monthly, so what's the difference? No, they were. Not a, they stopped for a while, and then they started charging. Yeah, they they didn't. Anyway, go on to your next story. <laughs> Black Ops 2 guns change, and the developer gets death threats. I wish I could remember where I saw the story, um, what day it was, so I can have the full story. But pretty much, developers, I guess, change some, the way the game's, the guns fire excuse me, or aim. Pretty much fire. Like, I could say if it was more rapid fire, they might have slowed it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Black Ops... Um, uh, Call of Duty players, uh, multiplayer, decided to send death threats to the developer to change it back. Yeah, uh, uh, I just found a little blip about it online. So all they did was slightly reduce the rate of fire on certain there weapons. There you go. I, I knew it was done with the re- rate yeah. of fire. And um, they got death threats. Yeah, so it's... I hope they keep it that way, too. It's a big, fuck you. Excuse me. We're not cussing on this podcast. Screw you. We're not? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and they're even saying like a lot of people who play the game probably won't even notice the change. No, yeah. like the really hardcore people will. That's crazy. Either, yeah, probably that or the people that happen to come across the news story and then they're like, "Oh, maybe that's why I didn't get twenty kills this game. I normally get twenty, and I got seventeen. Yeah, probably. That's why. Mm-hmm. But if they increased the rate of fire, everyone would have been celebrating. No, there'll be someone crying about that's, it, too. That's true. No matter well, what, someone's going to cry about something. That's true. But that's crazy with death threats. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's real-life stuff, right, man. Like, maybe I can maybe see <laughs> real-life stuff. I can understand threatening. Like, you know what? We're not going to play this game. We're going to go over to the other Call of Duty game. We're going to go back to Modern Warfare 3 or something or, if we don't fix yeah, it. Or Battlefield or something. Yeah, or we're going to go switch over to Battlefield. But now, oh, I'm going to come kill you if you don't change this rate of fire. I need to get the extra two kills that the rate of fire helped me with. I know. Please. And the thing is, is it's funny, like, you know, and again, like we were saying with the, with the Phil Fish thing, how, like, this, there's a lot of criticism in this kind of area of, uh, I, I guess, in this uh, profession. I don't know, for the developers. Yeah. But um, what is it? Uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> Link there a little bit. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's a well. Oh, this is yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Now is the funny thing is, is all these people who are criticizing and saying they're gonna do, have do death threats and everything, they're all probably gonna buy like the next three or four games that comes out oh, from yeah. this developer, yeah. and they're gonna buy the, the extra bonus edition, and they're gonna probably pre-order it early and everything. So yeah. you, know, you know, since we're on the subject of um, <laughs> Call of Duty, and we've been doing this podcast long enough to. For anybody who's been listening for a couple of years, knows that I was very against Call of Duty for a while. But you know, my brother one time—this was months ago now—said something to me that made me really think. He goes, "Why would you boycott a game like that just because of something the developer did? All you're doing is hurting yourself because you don't get to play a quality game." Now, I'm not saying every uh, Call of Duty is quality, and I'm not saying I would ever buy every Call of Duty. But you know, he had a point, and then so you know, it's like with these kind of people, it's like. What is their death threats going to do? It's going to make the company not want to make the games in the first place. <laughs> scare, scare them into like, man, they said they're going to kill us, so we should well, not make any more games and go into hiding. I mean, that's, of course, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, extreme yeah. thoughts. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's really not that serious is what I'm saying, you know? 
Well, and and, and again, like I said, as uh, one thing I think that was funny is um, I don't recall it. This was like two or three years ago, but when people were, I forgot. I think they were boycotting Call of Duty and saying that they were all going to go to Battlefield. Uh-huh. They had a there was a Steam group on. Um, uh, well, there yeah, there was a group on Steam, and they said that they're going to basically all. Uh, the group name was like something like boycott Call of Duty, like the the whatever the newest one was back then, right? Yeah. And if you're, they had this one guy who was a member of the group, and he um got a screenshot of like, you know, what games the group, because you know in uh, Steam it could show like what, if you have a group, it could show what games are playing the most and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the group, the boycott Call of Duty group. The, the he you know he brought up the list of like the games they play the most and it was all the Call of Duty game that they were boycotting. Wow. So <laughs> you know I mean yeah. they'll they'll blow up and everything but like I said they'll they'll still probably probably play the game yeah. still. And that's what I'm saying. You know I realized how you know I was I was boycotting Call of Duty. Uh, I think it was uh it was right when uh, Modern Warfare three came out. I think it was and Black Ops one. <laughs> and it's like. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't regret that I didn't play those games, but now I realize that, like, you know, I am going to buy the next Call of Duty. I, I really want to play Ghost. Uh, yeah. So it's like, only person that it affected, you know, what what did me not purchasing their two games do? Or three games? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and it's the exact opposite for those people. They boycott and still buy the games, you know? Yeah. You or they complain actually, and still buy the games, I mean. You could actually just Google Call of Duty boycott fell, and it brings up a lot of um, what I was saying with the... How they they were gonna ban it because it didn't have dedicated servers, and then everyone ended up playing it anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, that is it for our podcast. So, if you love how much off topic we got this week, you can email us and let us know at kvgto4 at gmail dot com. Hello dot com. Our website. And, uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and if you don't like it, you could uh, talk to Patrick at Pixel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> direct, direct all the direct any hate mail just just to him. But you know, if you have, if you if you liked it, you know, you know, you could send it to me. But exactly, <laughs> you know, I don't exactly. know. I'm just kidding. And if you would like to uh, check out our website, where we have stories and uh, all our back episodes and just a ton of things, although not as much as lately as we should be, but. Ton of things you can check us out at kvgtpodcast.com. Um, and always, as always, we're active on Facebook at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. And uh, going along with the, our social networks, we got Twitter. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can either get me at my personal Twitter at, at solos solos. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm messing up the first word, Patrick. Anyway, salsa scribbler, salsa scribbler. That's even awesome. I started uh, to say yeah. soul scribbler. Uh, my my uh, video game and podcast one is at KVGT Jeremy. Um, Patrick is at Big Solo Six Four. And if you just want to send a general message uh, uh, or follow our podcast uh, feed, which uh, has when all our episodes are out and stuff like that, that is at KVGT Podcast. Along with that, you can find our episodes on Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. Download it, and you know you can get us with uh, no downloads. It just streams right to your phone or computer. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, Patrick's been using it a lot, actually. Um, we're also on iTunes, so if you're an iTunes user, just search uh, Knights of the Video Game Table. We're on there, and we would really, really appreciate if you left us a, a little uh, rating. That would be nice. Other than that, you can get my personal website at a writerstruggle.com where my upcoming podcast about writing 
is in the works yet again. Back in the works, I should say. I had to take a few months off because I've just I was uh, taking care of some personal things on my on my uh, that side of my life. PetTube.com came out. Yeah. Right. No. How uh, dare you have a personal life? I know, huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And Patrick, you can find his thoughts at Patrick's Thoughts six four dot blogspot dot com. We really got to get you a, a better domain. Yeah, I was, I've been thinking about that myself. Yeah. All right, and Frank can be found at um, well, nowhere. Nowhere. So, yeah. If you want to yeah. get a hold of Frank, then just shout. You shout. Of Frank, he lives in uh, California. On uh, no. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of Frank, just shout loud, shout at the top of your lungs when you go outside, and he'll show up. You know what? I'll, yeah, that that completely works. But if if I don't show up, it's just because you know I didn't feel like it. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you also yeah, got to so be like careful that. what you say. I mean, like now, if you say, "Hey, Frank." Drew Brees sucks, and so does the Saint. You might want to run. Yeah, <laughs> saying that it might be something other than Frank appearing, like maybe a bomber. Or something. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I just saw for a moment. I saw Frank start to appear in my room, but then he realized what I was. I was giving out a warning, so yeah. he went away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and all right, so if you want to check out the Nerdgasm Network, they're over at nerdgasmnetwork.com, as always. And they still have their series challenge, although I think for the most part it's dying down. Um, but you can still check out a lot of good content on there if you haven't yet. And that's at nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com. Uh, Troy at extraplay.info. The No Quarters Podcast at noquarters.net. The Super Budget Brothers at superbudgetbrothers.com. And as always, the Intrepid Audio Productions Podcast at beyondtheheadset.co. Matt and Matt. And I will be joining them tomorrow. On their um, CSU podcast, which is Chicago Sports Update. Yes, I know I'm not from Chicago, but um, they're you're going to tell them what sports. real sports are like, right? Exactly. Yeah, we're doing a sports. They're doing a sports podcast, and uh, they asked me to be on to give some thoughts on uh, the upcoming NFL season. And and Matt, if you're listening to this, and you better be, um, sorry about you know a couple weeks ago, and I do want to be on your show, so invite me when you hear this. Right. And then he'll give you an excuse why he can't be on. Later well, yeah, on. I just want the invite. Oh, I'm not right going to actually be on the podcast. I just want the invite. Some sickness will come ail him. He'll yeah. get like the swine flu. Hey, or something. hey! In my defense, the last time was to do with a job thing, so it was a positive thing, not a negative thing. Well, who has job shit to do at like six o'clock at night? Someone who's looking for a job twenty four hours a day. Who's hiring at six o'clock at night? A lot of people. I find you. I find your lack of the force. <laughs> you find my lack of the force. Oh, okay. I was about to say, you're going to finish that sentence? All right. So that's it for our podcast. Any last words? Um, when sticking a fork into the light socket, don't do it. Or turn off the power first. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I just totally forgot, and I'm just going to say this to here to remind me for next week. Uh, I totally forgot to introduce the new segment that I've been talking about for a while, so that'll be next week. That's oh, we're bringing verses back, shit. Oh, yeah, actually, uh, me and Frank, well, Frank mentioned that, yeah. Uh, it's going to be very soon. Frank's working on some stuff, and it'll be within the next couple weeks, hopefully. And we will have a new segment next week. That's just a, ta- a teaser. I'm not going to tell you any more than that, just to make you, you know, all week anticipate it. Lose your mind. And yeah, then I'm going to tell him right now. I'm gonna tell <laughs> and, him and, then, and then people... People in uh, anticipation then could uh, just give Jeremy death death threats. <laughs> I'm <laughs> tell, tell us what it is. is. Tell us what it is now. I think I know what it is. It's Jeremy's uh, no. corner. Uh, 
Jeremy's corner of great excuses to try to get out from hanging out with your friends or actually, actually you know how to stay sick every single day of the year. <laughs> you know what it is? It's actually um, it's actually gonna be cat hour. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. All right.